Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today we're going to talk about taking intentional dating breaks. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Text for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. The link for that is going to be in the show notes and also in the bio of my Instagram page, which is just my first and last name, Amber Grubenman. Also, if you are not on the wait list for the next coaching program, I highly recommend that you get on the wait list. First of all, you will get a $200 early bird discount. Um, You will be able to sign up and enroll in the program before everybody else and therefore getting the best chance of securing your spot in the program. So the next program is starting March 1st, but we're enrolling before that. And you can get on the wait list for it by going to my website, ambergroupman.com and go to the coaching page there. And there's the waitlist link there, or you can also check out the link in the show notes, or it's in the bio of my Instagram page again. So definitely, if you are planning to join us in March, then you want to make sure that you're on the waitlist to get the best chance to join the program and then also for the discount. All right, so let's talk about intentional dating breaks. So we were talking about clean single a couple weeks ago before the interview with Dr. Lindsay Kite. And we were talking about how you can't consider it clean single if you were just completely disengaged from dating. And what I don't want to imply there is that you can't ever take a break from dating. And sometimes I prescribe breaks from dating to women who are in the program. But there's a very big difference between taking a break like you're just giving up and you just completely disengage from the process and it's coming from a place of thinking that things aren't working versus taking an intentional dating break. So I want to share what an intentional dating break looks like and how you can use that to increase your enjoyment of dating and also increase your results in dating. So first of all, let's talk about when I prescribe this to clients for them to take an intentional dating break, which really can be a hard thing to do for some people because they want to get to the result, they want to get there faster, they just want to push through, and that's how they created other results in their lives. And I will prescribe an intentional dating break, first of all, to anybody who is doing that. If I start to notice like really intense pushing through energy and getting burnt out, but doing it anyways, and like this really heavy, intense approach to dating, it's often time to take an intentional dating break. And then also, of course, if you recently had a painful experience in dating, if you got rejected by somebody that you really saw things progressing with and then they didn't and you're feeling the sting of that rejection and it's not just the kind of thing that you can get over in a day, then that's another time when I would recommend an intentional dating break. And then also just sometimes you need that when we go out in dating, we give so much energy. You are meeting so many new people And you're doing the whole dance of getting to know somebody many different times with many different people. 
you are your best self you get dressed up you bring all of the energy that you can muster and sometimes your cup is empty from doing that and that's another time where if you start to notice that burnt out feeling and just feeling like you are physically and mentally tired from giving so much and dating we want to make sure that we're refilling your cup So let's talk about what an intentional dating break actually looks like. An intentional dating break isn't just stopping dating. An intentional dating break includes not dating for a while. Um, So first of all, it doesn't count as an intentional dating break if you're still kind of involved in dating. So if you're not actually open to people, but you're still swiping just for the validation or you're still checking your apps and that kind of thing, that's not a dating break. You're not completely disconnecting from it. So for an intentional dating break, we first of all want to completely disconnect from dating. That means you completely stay off the apps and you are not, um, you, you may still go on a date or two with people that you've already been connecting with, but if there isn't anybody else, then you're definitely not creating more dates during that time. The second thing about an intentional dating break is it has a beginning and a, uh, a beginning date and an end date. So usually I will prescribe one week, right? So that's very different than just like giving up on dating for three months because you're tired and bored. <laughs> so it's a very intentional time that we're using to refill your cup. And then we check in again at the end of that week and see... How are you feeling? And often if you do the intentional break right, you usually will have enough time during that week to restore yourself. Um, Or you might extend it another few days or another week, depending on how you're feeling. But it basically never gets extended for months and months and months. The other piece of the intentional dating break is daily mindset work. So actually the whole purpose of the intentional break is to restore your mindset to a more confident and hopeful and joyful place. And sometimes when you have been exposing yourself to so many circumstances in dating, like maybe a rejection here, and then you had to reject somebody else, and you're getting to know so many people, and it's just a lot of different circumstances. And sometimes that can build up a little bit past the point of, you being able to just work that out with your daily mindset work, or you're just overwhelmed by all of those circumstances. And therefore you've accumulated some negative thoughts or mindsets during that experience. And so the intentional break is really a time where you get to catch up on your homework, right? So imagine if you just had a bunch of assignments piling up on your desk And you're giving yourself an extra week to go through those assignments before taking on more. And those assignments are the thoughts and mindsets that you've been accumulating that have been weighing you down. So that's why with an intentional break, you have to do daily mindset work. And really, that's just 15 minutes a day. So it's not a big deal. And of course, I've talked about that process in pieces on the podcast. And then we also have that in the workbook of the program. But basically, you're writing down your goal, you're looking at your objections to that goal, you're responding to those objections, soothing those objections, and you're restoring your belief in your goal every single day during that intentional break. 
And then the last piece of an intentional break is that you fill yourself with activities that nourish you. So making sure that you are connecting with other people, that you um, are connecting with your hobbies and passions, that you're able to focus a little bit more on work again, if that brings more passion into your life as well. So thinking about what would really, really fulfill me and light me up and bring more energy into my world and making sure that you make a conscious effort to do those things during that week. And it's also okay if part of what you need to do is just retract a little bit and have some more introverted time um, and be a hermit a little bit. We were just talking about that with one of the alumni members of the other program. And so with that as well, we want to make sure that we give ourselves full permission during the intentional break to relax and restore. And it's okay that you're not hammering away at your goal right now and trusting that this is actually part of getting your goal. And it's very similar to any other kind of like growth that you do. So for example, in Olympic lifting, which is what I do, you have deload weeks. You have weeks where you're going really heavy, you're maxing out, you're doing the most amount of weight possible and it gets really hard and it takes longer. And then the next week after that, you will have a deload week where you do very light percentages of your max weight. And it's really important to have those deload weeks to be able to continue with weightlifting for a long time, to give your body a break, to heal, to restore, and then you can lift more weight after that. And it's very difficult for most people to do those lighter weights because you feel like you're not doing anything, but in the bigger picture you are. Ultimately, whatever connection ends up being the connection, an exclusive connection, you're going to be giving to that to help it grow as well as the other person. And you are hindering your ability to do that if you are running on empty. And even if you're showing up on dates, if there's just this exhaustion or it's like running through the routine again with people and your heart's not really in it because you're burnt out from dating, it's not possible or it's very difficult to be giving still to those new connections to really see what they're made of. So every once in a while, we want to make sure that we take an intentional dating break and that we follow that process and then we are able to give more to those dating connections. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, if you're enjoying this podcast in general, I would love to see and read your review on Apple iTunes podcasts. The way to do that is to search for the podcast as if you're looking for a new one. So type in Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast, click on it, scroll all the way down, and then you'll see a section to leave a review. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.